I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Business Boost Podcast. Now, the New Year's festivities are sadly over and I really hope that you've enjoyed or may still be enjoying a really lovely break. Now, it's often on these breaks from our everyday life that we can get clarity on really big life decisions. Um, I think, you know, when we have that open space, when we're away from our normal routine, those big dreams can feel like they are actually achievable. And my guest today is someone who holds the hand of many a professional woman as she looks to take a big leap in her career, leaving corporate jobs to become a consultant. Beck Sands is a career pivot coach and personal branding specialist. So she supports professional women ready to pivot into aligned, fulfilling careers and businesses and helps them build their personal brands that then enables them to scale their income, do the work that aligns with their values and land incredible opportunities that help them grow. So Beck has more than 14 years experience working with some of the world's biggest brands in PR, marketing and communications. And then about two and a half years ago, Beck actually stepped into her own business, helping women do just what she did. And um, Beck and I were actually connected through, we have a mutual financial advisor and he he rang me one day and he said, I've, 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 you know, I've got this girl that I think you really should meet. She is starting her own business and I mentioned her to you and I think you guys would really hit it off. And we have since absolutely hit it off. We've shared many coffees since then and we've become really great mates. Her podcast was one of the first podcasts that I ever went on and was a guest on. And I just, I love Beck's energy and I know that you are going to really get a taste of that in our chat today. She's just so positive. She always, always has like a positive spin on things. She's built a really successful business for herself and, you know, just doing that purpose-driven work that she absolutely loves and she embodies that. And, you know, that's ultimately what she wants for all of us. And the reason that I wanted you to meet her was because there's so much talk about the great resignation that is meant to be happening this year. Now, whether you believe that or not, 
there is definitely change afoot. And I know that there are a lot of women who are really ready for change this year. And I thought Beck would be the perfect person to riff this with. Um, And that's exactly what we do in our chat today. And she's going to be sharing her wisdom just in case you are secretly or not so secretly one of those women who is ready for some big change in your career. So sit back and enjoy my chat with my friend, Beck Sands. Beck, thank you so much for joining me. It is wonderful to see you just as we uh, wrap up the year and ready to start a new one. Thanks for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. I've been so excited. I love your podcast so much. So yeah, it's very exciting to be on here. Thanks, Beck. Now, look, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about something because we seem to be hearing endlessly at the moment about this great resignation that's meant to be happening this year as, as this episode goes to air. Uh, you know, I know I'm seeing myself that there is this real trend for more and more women to be starting their own business businesses. Um, Why do you think this is? Yes, I've been reading about this too and hearing all about it. And honestly, I am not surprised. I think that there's so much opportunity and it's becoming so much more visible that people are starting their own businesses. I think that, um, I think it's becoming so much more normalized and that there's more than one way to earn an income. Like you don't necessarily just have to have a job. And I don't think that it's considered secure necessarily anymore. I think that we all went through COVID and it was very uncertain times. And I think that people are realizing that, you know, A, they can have so much more freedom in their own business if they can just get that consistent kind of income um, and not necessarily even build like a big, you know, company, but it's just really working for yourself as, you know, a solopreneur or a consultant and taking your professional services online. And I think that there's just so much opportunity there for that. There's so many other factors that are drawing women particularly into businesses, things like all of the flexibility, the, the you know, not being location specific, you can work from anywhere. And women particularly tend to have, you know, families or want to do other things or, you know, creative pursuits. So yeah, I, I'm so not surprised. I think that there's just so much opportunity and particularly with the internet. Yeah. So, um, so if someone is listening to this at the moment, they may have, um, they might be on holidays, they may have not had a break and that is part of the problem. Um, And they might be thinking about being part of this great resignation and jumping out of their corporate job this year. Where should they start? What's your advice as someone who works very closely with women who do do this? Where, Where would they start? I think the first place to start is really to know where you're going. So to create that vision for yourself. So what do you want your business to look like? Because this is one of the biggest things um, when you're creating your own business and, and potentially getting out of a job is that you've got so much choice and that can actually be, you know, it's a beautiful thing, but it can actually be quite overwhelming because it's mm. like, we're kind of used to being told a certain way that we have to work and to do things. And then when we're suddenly thrust into this freedom-based lifestyle, it's like awesome, but you need to also know where you want to go. And, and I think that that, that um, particularly with my clients has been something that they've struggled with in terms of not 
knowing what their ideal workday is, for example, like what if I did, if I wasn't being told exactly what I need to do, or if there wasn't already that kind of structure set up, what would I want to do with my time? And a lot of people really struggle with that question. So it's really just getting clear um, on what, yeah, like what, what you want your days to look like, what do you want to do and yeah and then yeah so then I think once you're really clear on what you want to be doing then you can start to design your business from there and one of the biggest things is that you you need to find that I guess marriage between what you what you really enjoy doing um, as well as what you can get paid for which can be the tricky thing as well and sometimes there is a little bit of trial and error there Um, sometimes it's not you know 100% clear and I don't think that you ever can 100% know if something's going to work until you really try it. Until you try it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think that if you have an idea of what you want to do and really the low-hanging fruit if you're a professional is to pursue consulting in the area of your expertise and then you can kind of tweak and go from there so thinking about like you know for example I am a PR professional so when when I was in corporate that's what I did and then when I stepped into my own business that was the low-hanging fruit for me to to initially replace my corporate income and so I replaced that with clients that I really liked working with but it did take a little bit of trial and error to figure out what those clients looked like and what you know how I wanted to set up the business and now it looks like you know 50% PR consulting and 50% coaching so yeah yeah sometimes it can take a little bit of time Mm. but uh, yeah, but really getting clear on what you want your your work days to look like. Wait, is the first. Yeah, that's really good advice. And because I think that is often a shock to the system for someone who has come out of corporate. And I see that myself with the women that I support, if they've come from corporate or public service or whatever, where their time is dictated to them. And I know for me, when I left, you know, when I was working in television and then I went out on my own, one of the hardest things I found was just figuring out what I was even capable of outside of my organization, not just how to run my weeks or anything, but just like outside of that role. And, you you know, you talk about that, the low hanging fruit, you know, working in what your zone of expertise is. Um, but I think, you know, for someone like me, I was keen to make a shift right away from that industry. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. Like if someone is feeling a little bit lost, like if they're just like, I, I, I need a change, but I don't know what, like how do you help them tap into, you know, figuring out that thing that is going to give them the fulfilment and the satisfaction that they may have been lacking in their in their corporate role? I think the first thing is to re-experience what that feeling of purpose and fulfillment looks like in your life by pursuing things uh, potentially outside of work. So let's say you're in a corporate role and you're feeling like, you know, really unaligned with it. You might just be feeling like, oh, you know, this sucks. Like, I don't know. What does it feel like to be happy again? What does it feel like to really enjoy my work? 
um, and all those feels and you just can't really put your finger on it. And so it's really hard, I think, to make decisions from that place. Yes. Uh, yeah. And so I think that if you can start to bring more of that feeling of purpose and joy, um, just, you know, things that you really love doing and bring more of that into your life through external things like hobbies or, you know, it could be some kind of exercise that you really enjoy doing. I started doing, you know, playing piano and doing um, a lot of yoga and yeah things outside of work that really made me feel you know lit up and just like really like I was enjoying life and then it didn't feel right to then step back into this kind of corporate space where I was not feeling aligned uh, and so I yeah was just like you know the things that I'm doing that that are really lighting me up and that I'm really enjoying that's where I want to be and so when you're not feeling that it starts to feel really almost wrong like I'm not going to put up with this anymore and yeah and then you just start to just draw more of that into your life so I think the first place to start is actually outside of work and just get yourself feeling good again yeah that's excellent advice Beck and I think really really timely for, for this time of year when you know like I said earlier people are contemplating making a change but for 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 many of us it is not realistic to just set fire to our entire lives and up you know have a massive upheaval and you know we've got responsibilities we've got mortgages or rent or families or all the other things all the trappings that go with life so to just you know quit your day job can be quite an overwhelming prospect but I love what you're saying is like start by tapping into it doesn't it doesn't have to be work related you don't need to get all of your fulfillment from from your work and um, that's that's genius great great advice I love it so what are some of the benefits that you've seen personally um, and you know for yourself but also with your clients um, when they have taken that leap and and swapped their their corporate role for uh, their own consulting business oh so many benefits I think like just on the point you were making before um, Mm -hmm. I think that you know I'm like a career pivot coach right and I think that actually belies the fact that it is a journey (laughs) and so you often don't just go okay I'm really not liking my job I'm just going to step into a business or step into something new and then love it and that's Mm. it like it doesn't really happen like that all the time there yeah. is a bit of a journey that you've got to take to really get clear on that and it's a work in progress mm. and so um the benefits are actually in that journey it's actually in part of that journey it's who you become it's um how you start to really get clear on who you are as a person and what you enjoy doing and how you want your life to be set up um, and then when you step into a business or when you step into something that you love then you can actually really hold it then you can actually really enjoy it because I think you know sometimes when we are feeling like okay I'm really not enjoying the work that I'm doing we can take that into whatever we do next yeah 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 and so what you want to be doing is um I guess becoming like starting to become that person that you want to be starting to really um, embrace the feelings that you want to feel um, like across all areas and not just work so that then you can actually enjoy it 
you can yes. actually hold it, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah, it really does. Because I think we're, we're often so focused on, you know, the destination and the thing and, you know, instant gratification and just really being mindful and enjoying every moment because I know, you know, having been in business for five years myself is that it's ever changing. And, you know, what we were doing, what I, well, what I was doing five years ago in my business is very different to what I'm doing now, but it's just being open and, and willing to go on that that journey and and enjoy it for what it is so have have there been many downsides for you or things that you've learned the hard way that that you know we should or our listeners should be mindful of look I think there are downsides to building a business I think there are downsides to having a career I think both can be hard work and so it's really just considering where you want to put that hard work what do you want to build um you know and I think that if you're looking up the ladder in your corporate job and you're like I don't want to go there or if you feel like you've already maxed out your corporate career and it's like where am I going to go from here then I think that is a really good indicator that it's time to start looking outside of that and what you could potentially build because there's just so much opportunity, I think, in business. So um, other things, you know, I think you need to be really mindful of maintaining connections because you don't get that, you know, daily just by default, you know, running into someone at the water cooler and having a coffee. Like you really have to nurture those relationships and make sure that you are, are staying in touch and that you make the effort to, to build those relationships. Because I think otherwise, you know, it can be quite lonely, um, as particularly when you're starting out, I think, and if you don't have those connections. So really having a focus and putting a priority on nurturing those connections, I think um, otherwise you could have that as a downside. Yeah. Uh, I think, look, building a consistent income is super important. Uh, so if you don't have that, that can obviously be, be a downside when you're starting mm. out. So it's mm. like looking at, right, uh, as a priority, where can I create that income in my business and what will be my income sources? And then you can do other things later, like, the focus on the branding and the website and and whatever, like do other up levels later, but you want to have that income coming in and also that will help to keep you encouraged in your yeah. business. Yeah, and I think that's like you are definitely what Marie Folio would call a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Like you've got your finger in a few, you know, fingers in a few different pies and some people feel like it has to be just that one thing and you focused on that earlier. So like how how do you manage your your many passions? How do you fit them in? Like do you give them all equal weighting in terms of your time and energy can you just sort of talk us through how you deal with that yeah I definitely don't give everything equal weighting (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not uh so look it's all about prioritizing and Mm. you know I find my consulting business you know 100% gets done. And so I actually try to prioritize, you know, the creative work and the, and the coaching, uh, you know, in the mornings, for example, because I know that if I leave it until the afternoon, potentially that could fall off, you know? So I, I just make sure that I'm focusing on a priorities, but also productivity. Like where is my most productive time? Like, where can I, you know, because not every single hour in the day is equal. Mm, that's true. <laughs> and, yep. Yeah. 
And so, you know, I like to use my very first hour of the day for writing uh, before I even get into email. And then I try and do all of my admin and meetings in the afternoons. So yeah, I, I also have really strong boundaries, which I constantly am working on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but really boundaries around, you know, when I'm emailing and, and replying to email and, you know, the, the hours that I keep and when I'm on social media, for example, and that gives me the chance to really manage my energy and be yeah. more productive. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Oh, Beck, thank you so much for this wonderful, wonderful insights that you've given us today and like some real nuggets of gold there. Now, I like to ask my guests to leave us with a recommendation, something that they've read, listened to or watched that will give our listeners lives or business a bit of a boost. So what do you have to recommend to us? There's so many different things I could recommend. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So I thought I'll just go with the most recent thing that I've read uh, Mm -hmm. or listen to the audio book. Actually, I try and do a mix. Uh, So it was a book called The Gap and the Gain, The High Achiever's Guide to Happiness, Confidence and Success. Okay. Uh, I can't tell you who it's by. I feel like it was, yeah, I I can't tell you exactly who it was by. It was two authors, but um. I can definitely send you a we'll we'll put the link yeah we'll put the link in the show notes and yeah so what was it what did you love about that yeah so this was about uh being able to appreciate where you're at and not constantly be striving for the next thing which can keep us stuck in not ever feeling like we've made it like not ever feeling like we're there and there's always something else to achieve and we can't appreciate where we're at and I think that really resonated so much for me because you know as you know in business there's always that next level that you can reach there's always another goal Uh, and so for me it's like it it just reminded me to focus on like they call it the gap and the gain but the gap between where you are now and where you want to be but instead of focusing on that looking at the gain you've made over the past yeah Love it. And, yeah. And so for me, that was that was a way that I could really appreciate where I'm at rather than constantly be looking toward the next thing. Brilliant. I love it. Another, look, another little piece of wisdom that you have left us with at the end of our chat. So where can people get more Beck in their lives? Do you want to just let us know how we can stay in contact with you? Yes. Thank you so much for asking that. Uh, I am on Instagram, of course, at Beck Sands. And on Facebook at Bexans Coaching, and you can just check out uh, my website, Bexans.com, all pretty straightforward. Fabulous. Well, we'll put links to all of those in the show notes. Beck, thank you so much for your time today. I've loved chatting with you. It's been great. Thank you so much for having me. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon. Speak soon.